I said it before And I say it again For all of my real football fans out there When you hear this You gotta feel something And if you don't feel something This is it for you But if you feel something This episode's for you right now We're talking NFC ASC Championship Games And you know what? I can sit here and get into detail about all of it And you know what? I think I might I think I might You know why? Because you got a brother Where Look man This dude's name is Joe Burrow And he's from Ohio And when you look at him, he's walking in with that swag. Like, I got a black turtleneck. I got a gold chain. I got an after party to go to after this game. And it is what it really is right now. Because when the Cincinnati Bengals went into Kansas City, there was a point where it was 21-3. And they down by 18 points. And I said to myself, you know what? There's literally nothing else to watch right now on TV. I'm going to lay in the bed and start channel surfing. What's on HBO? What's on Showtime? Oh, dag. USA right now is losing to Canada in their soccer match. That's where I was at. I'm literally sleeping in the first half, like this game is oh this this is one of those games where I thought it was gonna be fifty six to ten, and then boom, it's twenty one ten. Boom, it's twenty one sixteen. To what? Well, no, no, it, it, it was it was boom twenty one thirteen. To boom, are you for real right now? It's tied. Kansas City, they only needed 13 seconds to win against the Bills. And it is 21 up right now. Um, look, when you look at the the, the Bengals, you, there's a lot that you have to look at offensively. Joe Burrow, obviously. Joe Mixon, when you talk about him um, running for 88 yards and then catching the ball for 27 yards. I think that's what you're looking for in the running back nowadays. It's not more so the rushing yards. It's the combined passing. It's the combined rushing and reception yards. But then when you look at the receiving yards, everybody was talking about Jamar Chase this, Jamar Chase that. Jamar Chase this, Jamar Chase that. Everybody forgot about they still had T. Higgins on the team. They still had... Tyler Boyd on the team. Jamal Chase has got all that attention. But remember a couple years ago when Notre Dame was playing against Clemson and T. Higgins was catching the touchdown passes? Yeah, we talking about that T. Higgins. Okay, okay, okay. And then you got Tyler Boyd. And I know they lost their tight end. But when you have these receivers along with the back, oh, goodness gracious. 
Goodness gracious. And then when you look at the defense, look, I'm not going to act like I know who any of these dudes are, but I will say this. The individual who caught the interception, his name is B.J. Hill. He's from North Carolina State. He was drafted by the New York Giants. <laughs> and there's another player that was drafted by the New York Giants that will be in the Super Bowl. And his name is Eli Apple. The reason why I am not that enthusiastic about mentioning this individual's name is because he mentioned the Giants as well as the Saints as fan bases in which he's determining which one he hates the most. The Giants drafted you into the league. Granted, we weren't a good team at that time, but maybe you should be grateful for the team that actually got you into the league for you to have this opportunity of playing in the Super Bowl. Now, um, real quick, if y'all hear a little fan in the background, you know we're coming to you live from New York. You know it's 18 degrees. It's cold, and we got a lot of inches of snow. So if you hear that fan, that's not technical difficulties. That's just me trying to keep it warm as I can as I give it to you the best way that I can. Now, when we talk about the Kansas City Chiefs, we're talking about uh, a team in Pat Mahomes. Um... 275 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. First time he's thrown interceptions, period, in the AFC Championship game. Um, There were a couple things for me in this game uh, via the Chiefs, which I felt like they should have won this game, but they let this game go. Um, You got Tyreek Hill involved, seven catches, 78 yards, and a touchdown. You got Kelsey involved, 10 catches, 95 yards, and a touchdown. You also need another receiver because that's the way it works right now in the NFL. You need three receivers. You had Mercole Hardham. Um, he had three receptions, 52 yards, and a touchdown. Um, were you running the ball? Yeah, you did. You had uh, Jerick McKinnon. He had 65 yards as a whole, but as a team, they rushed for 140, uh, 140 yards. Like I told you before, if anyone's interested in sponsoring the Man Cave Huddle, things like that wouldn't happen because we have technical difficulties because we don't have the proper staff to prevent that from happening. But if anybody is willing to sponsor the Man Cave Huddle, we're willing to go to the Super Bowl. I would love to go to the Super Bowl and broadcast live from the Super Bowl and let you all know how it really is and not how you think it really is. Um, DM me. And at the Man Cave Huddle, and we can make it happen. All I need you to do is, I need you to just, you know, uh, the hotel. You need to pay for um, Radio Row. Get me that credential. And you know what? If you get me room and board in terms of the hotel for the week, I would chip in for the car. I just need you to get that credential. Okay. Or as Cardi B would say, oh, any hoot. Um, when we when we move along, let's talk about the rushing yards. Cincinnati, 27 rush, 116. Zero rush touchdown. You talk about uh, the Chiefs, 24 rush, less 
then can then the Bengals, 139 yards, zero rush touch, right? To me, this game came down to situational football, and late, under two minutes, under a minute, in the game, all the Chiefs needed to do was run two run plays, call a timeout. Either pick your best pass play on third down, get the touchdown, and you walk off. Or if you're forced to get to overtime, you're forced to get to overtime. That's not what the that's not what the Chiefs wanted to do. They wanted to pass, 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 pass. And unfortunately, it didn't work. It went to overtime. And then what happened? The Bengals knew what the Chiefs were trying to do offensively in trying to get the ball through the air through the pass. They got an interception. And it wound up for the Bengals kicking the game-winning field goal. Now, I know a lot of times people talk about, look, both teams should touch the ball in overtime. I am not – I don't want to say I'm anti that because in college their overtime system makes it – very fun it's just that when you're in the NFL that fun could really last a lot of rounds only because the teams are that much better but in saying that you had what you wanted both quarterbacks touched the ball and the second quarterback to touch the ball win and I don't want to say it was a bad game it was a great game and you know what for the first time in a long time the Bengals are going to be back in the Super Bowl. And who are they going to be playing? This was the game in which the 49ers taking on L.A. Rams. I felt that the 49ers with their defense, their pass rush, the way they were controlling the game, the way they were running the ball. But you know what? When I look at the numbers, this was really a game that was 1-1-1 one, one, one in the trenches and not via the run. It was one via the pass. When I look at Matthew Stafford, I just want to let that run a little bit just so when you guys sit there and say, why does that keep happening? Maybe really, we really do need to sponsor him. That's why I let it run that long. Like I said, DM, I'm with it. Coffee, um, whatever y'all willing to do. I like to drink spirits. Um, tequila. I, I, I'm a spirits guy. Um, I'm I'm I, I, I'm an entrepreneur. I'll sit up here and talk about some sports. It's, it's just about some tequila. If y'all sponsor me, but let's get back to the task at hand. The task at hand is this: I thought the war in the trenches would have been won with the um, San Francisco ability to run the ball, and I didn't feel that that took place. You had um, San Francisco run the ball for twenty. Attempts for 50 yards. And you had the Rams running the ball for 29 attempts for 70 yards. But I personally feel this is where the game was won. It was won in the offensive production or protection of the L.A. Rams. They were able to protect Matthew Stafford, where he was able to pass for 337 yards and two touchdowns. And both of those touchdowns came to Cooper Cup. Who in this game had 11 receptions for 142 yards? 
and you sit there and say to yourself, how does this guy keep getting open? How does this guy keep doing what he does? I mean, for this year, he had the wide receiver triple crown, which hasn't been done in like over a decade. He led the league in receptions, 145. He led the league in reception yards, 1,947. He led the league in touchdowns for receiving, 16. Let me tell you something. This guy, Cooper Cup, I understand he may not be what we all think he is. He's 6'2", 208, came from Eastern Washington. This guy was the third-round pick, 69th in the third round. They probably thought he played special teams at best. And for him to be doing what he's doing in the league is truly amazing and is one of those stories where it's like underdog to the extreme. But me being a Giant fan, I'm torn right now because Eli Apple had vented against the Giant and Saints fans saying how he doesn't know which fan base he hates the most, the Giants or New Orleans, former Giant, by the way. Odell Beckham, nine receptions, 113 yards. We all remember Beckham. I like Buffalo Wild Wings too, but they're not paying me to play that. That just happens to pop up. I'm trying to stop, yes, but it just keeps popping up. What y'all want me to do? Sponsor me and I'll make it stop. Just saying. So when we talk about Odell Beckham Jr., there were a lot of times in this game where I saw late hits, hits when he was out of bounds, maybe a little, little, a little, 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 a little bit harder than it needed to be. And when he was on the Giants, he would be very immature. He would react in a negative way. But he chose not to and chose to be the better man and perform as the better man in which he and his team did. And he led, I don't want to say he led, Matthew Stafford led his team to victory in a 20-17 dramatic win in which now what we have in the Super Bowl We'll have the L.A. Rams. I don't know who's going to be the home team, but we'll have the L.A. Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals. We'll have Joe Burrow and them young Thundercats on the Bengals taking on them OG speed rushers on defense with the L.A. Rams. It's going to be very fun to dig into this. Um, it's also going to be fun talking to you guys about all the other things that are going on in sports. I'm talking about NBA. We're talking about USA losing to Canada and their chances of making the World Cup. All those things are going to come into play. But for right now, we talk about Super Bowl matchup. Cincinnati Bengals, and we're talking about LA Rams. L.A. Rams, first team in NFL history to not only host the Super Bowl, but host the conference title game to the Super Bowl. L.A. 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 Big City of Dreams. 
But as I do with every episode, I want to end this with a positive note. And my positive note is this. The man in power will never teach the man without power how to take his power. Yeah, I'm going to say that one again. The man in power will never teach the man without power how to take his power. I hope you all got that. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye, everybody.